Welcome back to the PCP. This is three for three of Absence Day. But uh, there's something I want to update. We talked about Bob quite a while ago. Bob the man. Right? Born in a lucky star. Had his share troubles. Right? But a lot of things kind of rolled his way. <laughs> and uh, Bob, fuck man, I hope you're still alive. Um, obviously his name isn't Bob, but to protect the innocent and guilty, I've changed the names, obviously, <laughs> for this podcast. And, uh, I remember Bob telling me, like, he worked at McDonald's for a time, and, uh, Monopoly McDonald's is a big deal. I, I also eat at McDonald's sometimes just to get some Monopoly thing. But it's really hard to win any fucking thing. Right? Especially the grand prizes. Those are, like, they especially print them and stash them somewhere. I'm sure to help, like, friend of a friend, because, you know, you, you can't have people, like, directly involved with the company, with McDonald's, or, you know, a second, like, one degree of separation to win anything, right? You know, just to try to prevent any collusion or anything like that. So, Bob, you know, you think he worked late shift or something, right? Or close the shift. And this is before 24-hour McDonald's, right? He stole, like, a sleeve of cups. So, like, you know, cups come up, you know, wrapped up in a plastic bag. And he just stole, like, a whole one of them. And he and people I used to be friends with in high school, you know, spent the whole evening fucking, like, you know, ripping off the McNopoly stickers. And, you know, they came up with, you know, tons of, you know, free fries and Big Macs and shit like that. But, you know, not that anything better than that. I think they... You know, they got a lot of free food out of that. So, um, you know, your chances of winning anything big, they're pretty slim, right? And this is from the experience knowing a guy who, you know, went through, like, probably 100 cups or something, shit like that. Uh, Bob also uh, got a Camaro, an old, one of those old Camaros, like, like the only one uh, Kevin Spacey's character in American Beauty. So Kevin Spacey, you know, has uh, been... Uh, not disavowed, fuck, what's the term now? You know, it's like, you know, it's come to light, you know, he had some shenanigans back in the day. And, you know, by me, shenanigans, I mean really serious shit. So he's, you know, been discredited, that's what it is. You know, um, but he had a Camaro in that movie. Bob had his, step, you know, stepfather's bitchin' Camaro. It was some awesome shit. I think I blown that Camaro, actually. Uh, he told me about it one time for whatever reason. <laughs> Girlfriend, like, you and I, like, even my clueless ass at the time, it was like the, the girl he was dating at the time, she was kind of like a not so bright, kind of, yeah, anyways. He told me one day out of the blue, he just like, he got blown in the car. Um, and last story I got about Bob, I think, uh, you know, I may have to come up with a second addendum. So, uh, the maestro, you know, uh, he, the maestro, uh, drove through a variety of cars, and I think his first one he had was a Ford Probe, right? It was a coupe or a coupe, whatever you, how you want to call it. Uh, I've been watching a video with the British guy calls it a coupe. We just in North America we just call it coupe because you know we're not civilized. And Bob was fucking around. Dude. He was in shotgun, right? And my sister was like, "Yo, fuck, you know, you put your goddamn seatbelt on, right?" And this is before like you know the cops and Edmonton were really serious about giving tickets. Uh, for new lo the laws for you know not being seatbelt hadn't come out yet. Uh, 
you know, because Bob was like, you know, turn around and like, taunting everyone in the back. I wasn't here for that. I heard about it because I asked about Maestro. Why the hell do you have like this massive like crack spider ring in you know the corner of your windshield, right? It's like, oh, he says, you know, well, Bob, you know, he wouldn't listen to me. He was like, turned around on seatbelt, turned around and the tonier went. So I'm like, you don't turn around. You know, I'm gonna stop the brake and you're gonna fucking hit the windshield, right? And it's like, yeah, whatever. So what did the master do? He hit the fucking brake at some point, and Bob flew back and shouldered the. You know, Bob didn't get hurt, but he fucking busted up this windshield. And, uh, and you're going like, well, shit, my show was right to do that. It's like, well, probably not. But this is also the dude who would just, you know, I, I can't remember if he was red, green, colorblind, or just, you know, he would, his mind would just kind of phase out. He wouldn't notice red lights. He would drive through fucking red lights. I happened to be once with him. I, I lost my shit. Oh, before that car, he had a Volkswagen Rabbit, an old one, like one from the 80s. And I remember for, I think it was grade 11 uh, English class, we had to reenact and film a scene from a Shakespeare play. I think it was, I believe it was Macbeth. You know, so we did this after class, after school, right? So, you know, we get hungry. So we, what we do, we go for subway runs. Right, Subway was, you know, not cheap and also wasn't fronting a pedophile as their spokesperson at the time, right? You mm -hmm. know, Jared, just look it up. I'm not going to explain it. And, but the his motherfucking rabbit, his, like, the heater broke. So, this was in the middle of winter, and, like, this was a cold winter, because it was, like, minus 30 in December. Usually, we hit minus 30, like, into January, February, right? And, you know, the miserable months when a lot of people commit suicide because they've had, you know, too little sun, too much depression, too much snow, too much ice. Right? And so we did the Ace Ventura. We literally, he drove with his head outside the windshield in minus 30 degree weather. And I had to do the other thing to make sure he wouldn't run into the curb. Right? Cause, and no one else wanted to do it, you know, do the subway run because it was too fucking cold. So, <laughs> guess you got to be his co-pilot. Yeah. So, Bob and the Maestro, there were some good times in, in high school. I wish, you know, people I became friends with then, you know, no longer friends now. You know, it happens. Uh, you know, they attended my bachelor, right? You know, I think I just had a sense of, you know, because they had been my friend. You know, but out of it, um, I don't know why, you know, maybe I didn't invite Dennis. I feel kind of bad now, but... But I guess, like, you know, didn't really get to know Dennis until after got married. Like, I got married, like, a few months after he did, because I was stupid. We'll talk about that in a special podcast. My marriage and my divorce. And, you know, nowadays, um, I'm going to get a little sappier. You know, so thanks to Beardsley, thanks to Dennis. You know, they're wise. Um... Shit, I don't have a code name for, for Beardsley's wife, but, uh, you know, Beard, Beardsley's wife and Big Ed. And, uh, now, anytime I think of, you know, Beardsley, she, she, told, she said, told me one time, it's like, Beardsley was irreplaceable. So remember that. Every so often, I'll just mention him, irreplaceable. <laughs> it's a little trigger. And, yeah, it's part of the reason I'm still around. Right, and 
Beardsley's girls, they're fucking hilarious, right? They drop more F-bombs than I do. And that keeps me going. Um, I don't know what it is. I, I like the mischievous, mischievous of kids, right? Beardsley's parents really hate it. Uh, I actually got in trouble quite a bit with... You know, not directly, because, you know, because I was out of, like, you know, like, I guess the group, I was the oldest, right? So, you know, um, according to Confucian rules, I kind of had, I ranked, outranked them all, right? You know, it's not like I, you know, encouraged them to like, do stupid things. You know, I also said, you know, like, you can do dumb things, but you also remember there's some limits, right? You know, you have to pay attention, listen to your mom and dad and stuff, you know, but, of course, people focus on the negative and whatever. I'm the bad uncle, Right? Oh, speaking of bad uncles, like, you know, they call me the bad uncle, but, you know, I didn't knock up an 18-year-old when I was 50, right? And then abandoned her and the kid. That, we'll go into that at some point. That's one of the ex's uh, uncles. That's the bad uncle, right? I'm bad because I encourage mischievousness and, you know, individuality in children when they're supposed to be just multiple ro little robots, right? And they wonder why, you know, the kids listen to me and not, <laughs> not them, their parents. Um, yeah, and like, you know, Beardsley's girls, you know, like, you know, they don't listen to me, and, uh, that's fine, right? Because they're their own people. That's really what it is, right? And it's just like, you know, and... <laughs> Here's something Beardsley and his wife say, like, you know, they fucked up his parents. Like, no, like, they're fucking smart, right? So what if they drop the occasional F-bomb or curse on, you know, their Zoom meetings <laughs> You know, with their class, or whatever, right? Fucking leaves ahead of like you know the kid bawling, you know, in super serve because you know they mom and buy them juicy fruit or some shit like that, right? Or you know the parents just losing their shit on the kids because you know there's you know having fun being kids and not doing anything that destructive, right? But again, you know I don't live with them twenty four seven. It was the same with the nephews, you know, my sister in law's kids. I love them to bits, right? I don't know. Apparently they still remember me. I talk to their their aunt right every now and then. Um, I'm impressed if they remember. It. I'm impressed they don't hate my guts right now because you know, because you know they're my ex sister in law's kids, right? So I assume that my ex, you know, my ex and my ex sister in law programmed them to hate me. But you know, maybe they did tried and it didn't stick. Uh, but anyways, sorry, I've gone off topic way too much. This was supposed to be just about Bob. Uh, I honestly don't know if Bob had kids. I know he got married to an incredibly hot uh, Asian woman. And, you know, I didn't even contact it. You know, maybe I'll find him on LinkedIn and shit. But he was, you know, the extrovert to my introvert. Right? We couldn't be complete opposites of one another. I, I, you know, if I don't find him, I don't see him yet. I really wish him the best. And I don't begrudge him, you know, the life that... He had, and he, hopefully he still has, right? I'm hopefully mature enough, you know, I think I have, to not be jealous and envious and, you know, not wish evil upon people who have things better than me. Because, you know, we only see the things we see, right? Well, here's to you, Bob. I'm having another drink of this absence. Hopefully, maybe to finish this off, too. And, you know, yeah, we'll meet again one day. If not, it was really good to know you, right? I'm getting sappy. Thanks for listening. It's the uh, end of the first week of May. I'm going to repeat myself. Thanks for listening. You know, I'm glad you, you do. 
uh, whoever you are, and we'll catch you on the next one.